Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 21st of December, 2019, if you can believe it. Um, we got the great Amanda Stone coming in here momentarily, but before we get started and get Amanda in here, um, freezing today, and I mean cold, and I love it. I think it was about four degrees. Uh, Dennis was here. Uh, anybody that hasn't listened, and I'm not even calling this weight loss, and when you see why I'm doing what I'm doing with him mentally, um, as I told Amanda, we were talking about a number of topics, and we're going to hit a bruiser next year with her. Um, we're building from the inside out. Now, Dennis came here at 294 pounds eight weeks ago, and his stomach was as big as a woman who was going to be who was nine months pregnant. And that's no insult to women, so I don't want to get anything that I'm insulting anybody. I have to give you a visual because I don't have a picture to show you right now or he here. Okay, so he's got diabetes, heart disease, you name it, in his family. His grandfather lost toes because of diabetes. They went black and they had to take him. He has passed away since then. So I had worked with him a number of times, and we got him down to wherever he wanted to. He came back to me again. He says, look, he says, I'm afraid to even go to a doctor. And I looked at him. I said, wow. It was the biggest I ever seen him. He says, can you help me out? I said, well, things are real busy with the businesses, but I will make the time. So just to give you an update, eight weeks, 294 pounds of solid fat. As of yesterday morning, he is officially at 242 pounds. And I will tell you that is a 52-pound loss. Now, that's quite a feat in itself, and I've gotten a lot of from different people that know I'm working with them saying, I, I just, I, I got to I, I gotta tell you how great you are. And I'm like, it's just from doing so many things here, from the strongman stuff to the rack stuff to all the years to the paying attention to people to listening to reading to memorizing to rehearsing, you name it. And this is how it all goes into everything. Plus, I'm going to brag a little bit. I've always had a very good aptitude for this stuff. I can I can understand people very well and dissect things very well. And the thing I do with people is I'm very firm with them, and I'm sure Amanda can attest to this, but here's the thing. I am one of the fairest people you'll ever meet, and you look at me and never think that for one second. Okay, But the idea here is we build people up. It's one thing to get in their face and tell them they're not doing their work. But when you're talking to them where you're putting them down, as I say at the end of the show all the time, if you are hanging around with put-down artists, get out of their life. And that is all I'm going to say. And I'm sure Amanda and I might even hit some of this stuff. Because before I go in the show, we're going to talk 
about adversity, but we're going to talk about how you do it the M&M way. And she's had plenty. I've had plenty. Anybody that's doing the stuff we do, and it doesn't matter if it's training, entrepreneurship, I'm into all of it, like Amanda. You're going to meet the brick wall more times than you're going to ever be able to count. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's the greatest feeling you're ever going to have when you smash into it repeatedly. And I'll tell you why as we go along in the show. But first thing we want to do is stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And we can go on and on. I am strength. I am power. I am success. And the most important thing with any of those words is the word I am before it. We'll get into that more and more, but if you're really interested, go out and look what I am is. If you have any belief in God, and I know a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that, well, I'm not. Go out and read what I am means, because anything you attach to I am, you will become. It won't happen tomorrow, but as you work this more and more into your subconscious mind, you will be dangerous, and I mean in a good way. Next, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. Digital download with Christmas almost here. Go out and get it. I mean, you've got everything on here, and I can't say more of that because that will help the growth of the company more and more. Next, another thing, Prosperity Consciousness, that is on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment, not donation, investment. You are investing in FBC and M&M, and let me tell you, with all the stuff I get from people, if you like it as much as you're telling me, Send $10 to my PayPal account, FiorelloBarbell at NICAP.R.com. With the amount of shows we're downloading now, if I got $10 for every download, we would be scoring some big things right now besides everything else I'm doing outside. But you know what? A winner will do whatever it takes, and I mean legally so we don't hear this, to make it. And your persistence eventually Failure can't fight persistence anymore, and I am one of the most persistent SOBs you'll ever run across, and I hope I meet up with all of you at some point in my life, because I'm telling you right now, you will be amazed what's going to happen here, and it's all set in motion. Next, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. This will be another show with Amanda. We'll have this up in a few days, because I'm going to do my best damned is to get my show up with John McKean. Um, that's Power Rack uh, Training Volume 3, which is incredible. If you haven't gone out and listened to the other ones, go out and go out and listen to the new show that I did with all the brain rewiring with Dr. William Wong and John McCain last Saturday. I'm getting feedback on that. Like I've had people say to me, it's the best show I've ever heard you do. Now that's going on it'll be six years in 2020 the end of september that's a hell of a compliment because i think we have just done some masterpieces here and more to come also too, sign up for a free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com goes right out to my mailchimp account and you know how content heavy we are you will get tons of stuff on in your inbox another way to get involved and to um be part of the whole family here is to advertise with us on uh, motivationmuscle.com. The rates are very reasonable, and as you all well know, you work with me, 
you're going to get more than what you're paying for. And I want to see both of us not only gaining more and more success, but we get our brand out more and more to the world. And that's very, very important. And last but not least, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, and Real Power. And on that note, I'm going to give you a little bio on Amanda here. Okay. We're going to welcome a former professional athlete, an elite strength athlete, a high-level CrossFit athlete, gym owner, and a strength coach. And you're going to hear some very interesting stuff on this show because we had we had done a show on Monday, and we had major problems. And we got one other show done, but there was problems with that. So... I had a big show with Kara Shaw on last night. Everything seemed fine. I go to hit the mic and to call her like I just did with Amanda. We got nothing. And I go out and look, and it's saying, no mic, no nothing. And I'm saying, so you got to be kidding me. Well, to make a long story short, after a little over an hour and going through and talking to Dennis and looking at what's going on with this stuff, Microsoft had put some fixes on. As everyone knows, Skype is part of Microsoft, which I am going to get out of next year as fast as I can. If Apple has the apps I need to do the show, and the same with Blueberry, because I don't know how they hook in with them, so I've got to call Blueberry on Monday, and we're getting rid of them. What it did, it went out and turned every single thing off that is Skype-related with Eminem. Now, you talk about people that just don't know what the hell they're doing. I'm not going to get into that because I can't be them. I'm me. We don't care. It's fixed. But let me tell you something. When you're running a business, um, it's, it's very testing on you, okay, especially when you've got to come up with the ideas, blah, blah, blah. But it's fixed. It's working well. And on that note, Amanda, welcome back. It's always an honor to have you on, and uh, I'm glad we're doing the show over. Thanks for coming in. Glad to be here. I love talking to you. It's always fun. Thanks. Um, give out any info where they can get a hold of you. Tell them about the gym, obviously, and we'll get started on the way we talk about adversity here at Eminem. Well, um, my, my gym here is uh, called Small Town Fitness, and I'm in a little town in Idaho called Weezer. Um, it's a, it's a functional fitness gym. Um, a lot of us compete in CrossFit, but I also have a strongman implements, bodybuilding, that kind of stuff here too. So kind of can accommodate everybody, but, um, the people that come here, they, they don't come here just for the equipment. They, right. they come here for the, the, the atmosphere and the, the programming primarily, which is, I, I think to me, that's far more, um, uh, much more of a compliment than just somebody showing up to use the equipment. <laughs> so, let, let, um, let, go ahead. I, go I, want, I want to ask you this quick because I want you to be able to give out all your info. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I mean, yeah. you've, you've lived a number of places, okay? And you've been at a number of gyms and you've trained people. Where you are right now, could, is this, in your opinion, maybe the best clientele you've ever dealt with since you've been uh, teaching and training? You know this is a blessing is what this is yeah. because I think I may have told you in my last, um, my last time with you, my gym shouldn't have survived. Right. Right. Like it really, shouldn't have. like when I started in, in Idaho, I literally had 400 pounds of weight, yep. one women's Olympic bar, one 14 pound med ball, yep. one 35 pound dumbbell and a rogue rack. That yep. was it. Yep. And, um, yeah. And it, it just, um, people just kept coming back and, yep, and it yep. just, um, it just snowballed from there. So 
I wouldn't have this gym without the people in it. They, 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 they it would close tomorrow. Yep. There, there's, yep. they, they make it. They are absolutely, this, this town has been so good to me. I can't, I never, you know, when you think of amazing places to start a gym, Weezer, Idaho is not the first place that comes to mind. Exactly. Yep. 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 You, know, you think, you know, Venice Beach, you're thinking somewhere warm. Yeah. Weezer, Idaho, not so much, but I tell you what, this is probably the strongest house in Idaho and I'm, uh, I'm excited about it, but, um, but as far as how to get us, we are on Facebook, yep. um, Small Town Fitness, and then um, you can find me, Amanda Stone, on Facebook, and then um, also on Instagram at Small Town Fitness. Make sure you put Small Town Fitness Weezer if you're looking for us because yep. um, my coach in North Carolina, who I named my gym after his gym, yep. which uh, is called Small Town Fitness also. So, yep. But also check that gym out, too, because it's outstanding, and he's probably one of the best coaches I've ever known. So, Yep. But, you, know, these, so. You, know, you know, the thing is, too – this is my opinion, just from what I'm starting to see here where I am in training people. Mm-hmm. Now, most people have always shied away. Boy, one-on-one training is too much money. But what I'm starting to see more and more from people, and, and we were laughing today, Dennis and I, you know, uh, all you do if you watch any of that idiot tube is that Peloton product. And I'm saying to myself, I don't know what it costs, but i got to believe it's at least five grand probably because they're, yeah, they're – yeah. Uh, Peloton, you know that it's like a, oh, a stationary yeah, bike. Like, yeah, um, it's like every advertisement on YouTube. Yeah, and you know I've got to figure that thing isn't cheap because they're talking about setting you up with a loan and all that. But this is what I'm seeing, Amanda. I think more and more people are starving for that one-on-one, trying to find that gold nugget that everywhere they've been and paid through the nose if they didn't quit. Um, or bought expensive things that they used five times and put them in the corner, eventually put them out to a garage sale. I think, obviously, you have a bigger clientele because of the size of your gym. But what I'm noticing more and more are people are looking for, as I say, that gold dust somewhere where, you know, we've never even heard of you. Where have you been? Well, I've been here. It's just maybe you didn't look deep enough or we didn't end up searching one another out some way. That's my feeling what we're going to see in physical culture, and I think it's already taking shape because, you know, when I talked to Charlie Oliphant out in Scotland with the Ard Blair Stones, and, you know, it's the old school wooden barrels, and I believe his stones go from 40 right up to 335 pounds. They're all Atlas stones. Now, the intriguing thing about this more than anything is this. What you're starting to see is, you know, when they're at the Highland Games, when they're at the Denny Stones, you're starting to see a surge of all different types of people that they mm-hmm. might they might watch it first and then suddenly, okay, you got a ten year old, picks the forty up, can't reach the top obviously to put it, but they put an X on it and he hits it. Um, this this is what I what I see happening with what we like to do so much because I believe there is a hunger out there for what you and I and Charlie and so many other people are talking about that can't be fulfilled by these Facebook matinee phonies, man, that they're nothing. All they are is like, you know, their pants are down halfway to their butt crack or, you know, they're this, that, and the other thing, and everyone's all enamored with it. But then you pay the freight, and it's like you go to any of these places, they put you on a machine, and they walk away and go talk to some other person, you know? So... Like I said, I think the internet has really yeah. made given a lot of validity to morons, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. yep. it's unfortunate. Like because it's terrible, especially in, in the bodybuilding side of things, or even 
you know, in, in Highland Games and Strongman, you'll see somebody who's had one or two competitions, done, you know, fairly well on a local yep. scale, what have you. All of a sudden, they're an expert. Yeah, All I know. All of a sudden, yep. they're giving, you know, tutorials and they're, you know, dropping ebooks and talking like they've, they've been in the hunt forever. And it's, you know, I, I, I'm thinking, I have failed more times than you've ever even tried. I'm with it's you. Like, how on yep. earth are you out here telling anybody how to do this when you're average at best? Right. And, and- it's, Go ahead. Well, you and I both know, too, you know, you, myself, and some other people, you know, the ones that really know what they're doing pretty much keep it quiet a lot of times. But, you know, let's face it. We only know what we're doing is because we've lived this life so hard and we've had so many different things, whether they're – and I don't even look at things as bad anymore. Things happen. Yeah. You you have to have the will and the perseverance to get by it. But my point is this. When you find somebody like that, you damn well better hold on to them because that might be the last one you find for another 10 years because they're not out there. And a lot of them aren't hanging shingles all over the place saying, come see me. Nobody gives a shit. So that's another thing. But, don't have to talk about it. Well, and I'll tell you this, and then I'll let you get on with your podcast. Sure. Um, I used to train under a man named Travis Futrell. Yeah, he was on. A- yep. He's one of the best strength coaches I've ever known. Yep. I love Travis changed my life. And I'll, I'll never, in, in a number of ways, I can't even put it all into words. And right. to this day, I adore right. this man. Yep. So one day we were in the gym, and there was another Travis in the yep. gym. And he goes, because Trav, uh, Travis Futrell had been working with me on my squat and what have you. And so the other Travis looks at me and he goes, you have no idea what that guy's done, have you? And uh-huh. I said, well, I know he like powerlifted back in the 90s or something. I said, but he doesn't talk about it much. And he said, that man, he said, in 1994, weighed 236, squatted 846. Wow. Wearing nothing but a wrestling singlet, a belt, and cotton knee wraps. Oh, yeah. He said he has, he said he has records that still haven't fallen. Yep. And all I've ever seen was one Polaroid, I think, that Travis kept around. But the man is an absolute animal. And he, he was a god back yep. in those days. Yep. And, and you, you would have – he was so – he's so humble. And legitimately brilliant when it comes to training. I, I don't, I can't put into words how exceptional a, a coach this man is. If I could do half of what he's done, I'd have an awesome career. Oh yeah. And he, uh, he's he's amazing. But just the humility that he has, and it's it's like you know, a giant doesn't have to tell you they're a giant. Right. You right. can see. You know. You it. know. Yep. <laughs> and that was that was one of the things I've never forgotten about him. He was. And he came from a time in powerlifting where they still looked like athletes. I mean, yeah, he's always yeah, – he's yep. 50 now looks like he's carved out of cheese. Yep. And they, he always has because yep. he was never, you know, that power belly, that nonsense. He never did it in suits or anything like that. It was always just straight-up raw strength. Yeah. that's what and, that, uh, Well, he was he, on – I think you – I think through you, he'd been on here a few times too on Eminem okay. years ago. Yeah, he was so, great. Um. Well, we're talking adversity, and we've kind of hit it a little bit indirectly. Um, adversity in the M&M way is much different to me than most people handle adversity, because I'll tell you why. I said this about Amanda and so many other people here. It's physical culture here, because it's more than just lifting weights. It's your mind and your spirit. Now, whatever your spiritual choice is, that's up to you. A lot of people use all different things. And most people shy away from adversity. Or if they get adversity, it's woe is me. 
Um, what am I going to do? Am I finished? Blah, 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 blah. Because Amanda and I talked the other day. I, I, you know, I remember when I was over in Iceland. And I tore my bicep lifting one of the stones over in Husafell. And I remember when my nephew and I went there. I took my nephew for his high school graduation to Iceland that year. And, of course, he went with me. And Bill Crawford, who's an MD, said, you know, you got to go. And we drove all the way through the fjords, everything, got to the hospital. And I can remember them looking at my arm right away. And I knew it was torn. I could see the, the black and blue already. And I could see where it was detached at the bottom. And the first thing I said to the doctor was, I, I didn't even care about anything else. I said, am I ever going to be able to lift again? Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, I don't know if if I was a little bit in shock. And I don't mean shock where, you know, I'm like, ah! It was nothing like that. But the first thing that goes through your mind, because Amanda and I hit upon this, it's like, we love doing this, and this is as much of our life as putting your shoes and socks on. I don't think most people realize the essence of what we love to do. And she said it, and I said it, and I'm not going to speak for her because I'm going to go to her momentarily, is this. I can't imagine no lifting anymore. I, I, I don't know what I would do. I, I, I think I would go to pieces, to be honest. And I hear this from people. Well, how can you how can you love something that much that would kill you? I said, well, you wouldn't know because there's nothing you love that much. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. And the adversity that comes through not only with injury, with your business, you know, you're hitting the wall. You're hitting the wall. You're doing everything you can do. Nothing's happening. I'm here to tell you folks from experience, and I'm going to experience this for probably the rest of my life with this. There are things happening. You just haven't seen them yet. And here's the here's the rub I have with everybody, whether it's adversity or anything, business. If you don't believe. Now, um, I don't talk a lot about this, but I do believe in God. And I'll tell you, down the road, a number of things have been happening with me. And it's very, very important. And I'm not saying it would work for you or not work for you. I'm telling you things that most people would not only charge you for, but they wouldn't even have the guts to say it on the air. Because I'm telling you right now, there's got to be something in your life that means so much to you that you would die for it. And I mean die for it. And when I didn't say this when we came in. And I know Amanda would uh, would appreciate this big time. We're aggressive here. We're iron fisted with muscle covering all of us all over, and we won't be stopped. And this is a way to kill adversity. And when you get adversity, what are you going to do? All right, all of us do this. Eh, maybe you feel bad for a couple hours, maybe a day. But the idea that the M M&M and M way is, it's like. F it, man. We're going to go, and we're going to succeed, and we are going to figure a solution, and we are going to do this, and we are going to make it. Okay? Now, doesn't that sound better than, woe is me. It's somebody else's fault. I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. The world's against me. If you are thinking that way, you might as well tattoo adversity right onto your forehead. It's all yours, Amanda. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I think you're absolutely right. I think in, in this endeavor, it's a lot of times it's, if you stay in it for any length of time, it's it's not a matter of if, it's just when yep. it's going to 
So it's, it's, I think, um, if you, if you know, it's coming, you know, you can kind of mentally prepare yourself for it a little bit, but it's never, it never happens at the right time. Right. Um, you know, it's, I, I, I think I mentioned to you the last time when I told you about when I broke my back, right. Yeah. The, right. The 2014 Arnold. And, um, and I'll, I'll just, you know, hit you with that one more time when I was, this was 2014 going into the Arnold. Um, it's always the first weekend of March. This was the first year women were allowed to throw there in the Highland Games. And so I was to be in the inaugural class, I was not going to miss this. So um, I was I was very excited to even get invited. So when I hurt my back about two weeks before the Arnold, it was actually Travis Futrell. And um, the other Travis, who was my throwing coach at the time, told me, stop lifting. Just take two weeks. Don't do anything. We're not we didn't work so hard to get there and not be able to move. Yep. And at the time, I just felt something move in my back, and I was like, oh, okay. So, But it was very unpleasant, but I didn't put too much thought to it, and I did, took their advice, went to Ohio, competed, you know, fell about middle of the pack, and I was pleased with that. I wasn't, you know, delusional about where I was going to end up in those standings. And then I um, got back to North Carolina, and four days later, I was in the weight room doing a front squat when it literally felt like somebody shot me, and that was a warm-up front squat. And um, – I remember Mark Ferris, who's an old school power lifter and one of the strongest men I've ever known, looked at me and he's like, oh, gosh, are you OK? Because I, when I yep. get hurt, yep. I turn towards the wall like I'm vomity when I when I get yeah. hurt. I don't yeah. I get sick. And um, I was uh, I've never known anything like that in my life. Pain like that. And um, it turned out I had fractured my L5. It, it tried to burst, but it just cracked really good. And um you know, Southeastern sports medicine was not a tremendous help, sadly, but um, they uh, they basically, Dr. Estes was like, well, you know, this is the case and this is a common fracture with, um, especially with weightlifters, football players and gymnasts. And so he said, um, you, it should heal in like, you know, X amount of time. We're looking at anywhere from, you know, six weeks to three months. And I was like, well, I'm throwing in five weeks. And he's like, <laughs> And I was like, well, yeah, I am. So what are we going to do about this? And I ended up um, having to spend a lot of time not lifting that season. And I spent, I, I threw the 12 games that year, which is a lot for any Highland game season. And um, had one of the best seasons I ever had until all of a sudden I didn't. And uh, I finally, I remember we were at the Virginia games in November. This was, uh, no, this was September of that year. And, um, I finally beat my friend Jocelyn Davis in hammer. I never could out throw her in hammer. She was a phenomenal hammer thrower. And truthfully, she was just having an off day. That's the only reason I beat her. Yep. But hey, I'll take it. I was so excited. And um, the next day, I was doing a wide grip pull up in the gym and it snapped again. And I yep. was back in the emergency room and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I just remember laying there in the emergency room just crying. Just begging to just, you know, I was like, please give me a shot, any kind of shot so I can walk. I mean, yeah. I literally looked like I was 90 years old. Yeah. And they uh, they gave me a couple of steroid shots. I was, I was I remember begging for a cortisone shot, and they wouldn't do it. And they they had, they were really quick. They'd write me a script for any narcotic I wanted without batting an eye. <laughs> but they and that's a whole nother show. Don't even get me started on that. But I was just – and I even looked at Dr. S. I was like, why is it you will write me a script for a narcotic – you won't bat an eye, but you won't give me a cortisone shot. Right. And he's because you, you'll train like you're fine. He said, and besides, it's a broke bone. It's not going to help anything. I said, you can't tell me there's not inflammation around it. I said, and that's my affair. It's not yours. Right. But he wouldn't do it. So, uh, anywho, I ended up, you know, moving on to um, 
Anthony Spencer, I mean, Anthony uh, Silvers for, for weightlifting. And he, uh, he helped me and we, we basically started back at the very beginning and I was, I was squatting an empty bar and doing all kinds of stuff till it was, it was two years before I could back squat. Wow. My front squat to this day is heavier than my back squat because I'm strong. I could front squat and I could overhead squat, but I couldn't put any weight on my spine. And, um, it's bizarre, but I, I can, uh, my front squat to this day is stronger. Wow. What? Go ahead. The mental battle you go through. I remember yep. sitting on my couch and Travis had come over to check on me and I was just sitting there crying and I was like, what am I going to do? Who, yeah. who am I if I'm not this? Yep. And, and, and he was like, Amanda, you're going to get through it. He said, you'll fight it. You'll fight through it. He said, it gets better. I mean, and this man's had metal rods and all kinds of stuff putting himself. But when you're in the moment, you literally feel like your world's just crashing around you. Yep. And then, you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, what was I really so upset about? I mean, it's not like I had a world championship coming up. It was just, I was, you know, but in your mind, they're all world championships. <laughs> well, you know, when you, when you <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Go ahead. So, so it just um, it was a, it was a mental battle, but I learned a lot through it on who on who I am and exactly how what what you're capable of. Well, you know you what it is. No, you don't throw in the towel. But you know what it is too. I mean, none of us ever want to admit this because we're supposed to be the example of everything. But you're afraid, fear. Everyone fear. Everyone yeah. has fear and. When you've been doing something so successful for so long and suddenly the bottom drops right out from under you and you're not prepared because you're never prepared for that. You said that in the beginning. It's true. The thing is, can I get by that fear? Well, now you're looking a few years ago and you went through it. But at the time, you're like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? If I can't do this, what am I going to do? Because as you and I both know, I'll talk from my point of view, played plenty of sports and was good at it, but nothing's ever matched up to this stuff. Nothing, 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 and nothing will ever match up to what I love to do with this stuff. I mean, you and I and so many of us are so blessed, and I don't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you, because I'll tell you right now, to be able to go out and do what we do and enjoy it no matter how many aches and pains and tears and mental defeats and and wanting to say the hell with it and roll the fucking carpet up and leave, we never do. We might have a day or two that we're like, okay, I don't think so, but you know something? The human spirit that you have built within you always comes through all the muck. And that's one of the most important things I hope people get from the show I'm doing with Amanda today is this. Yep, adversity will either make you or adversity will be a killer. And it will yeah. it will kill your career. It will kill your life quicker than you can bat your eyelashes. And why? Because what do I say? Repetition and belief can go one or two ways it can go for you or can go against you and most people because they are trained listen to me when i say trained anything you go to anybody you're around your job listen to the talk the banter out there it's it's always like you can't do that or um you're probably gonna have a hard time doing this or um, why would you do go the extra mile to get this done? And this, 
when you get continuous exposure, because this is what's going on the outside. And what did I say? Every single thing we become is through repetition. So if I say to Amanda, geez, I don't know about that back, man, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's going to be looking at me and saying, you know, this is a guy that I always thought was in my corner and was going to back me no matter what. And now I'm turning on her because I'm figuring, well, this isn't going to work. Well, what do you have then? And this is why I say, and I will keep repeating this till Eminem goes away 30 years from now, is this. Change the circle of people that you are with. Well, what am I, right? And, and, what, and they'll say to me, well, what am I going to do? I say, well, this is when you start learning how to take yourself back over. Because the thing you've been told, like myself and probably Amanda, I won't speak for her, but she can come in on this momentarily with me, is this. You've been force-fed a diet of disbelief. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean... You don't believe in anything, okay? You're you're pretty much shallow, hollow. Secondly, you let others manipulate you and tell you you can't do it. Thirdly, you get hurt, and you know. You know I remember when I tore my bicep, and, and I had to come home in Iceland. And one person said this to me, and I I swear to God, I almost tore their face off. I I have never spoken to this person again. They said to me, um, you know, I hate to tell you so, but I told you so. Now, how is that? That's You know what? You could have kicked me in the balls and I would have felt better. But you know what I learned? This is what I learned. No one is ever going to love you, do for you, or be the best of you other than Y-O-U. That means you. It's all yours, Amanda. You know, you're absolutely right. And I agree with you on that, you know, changing your circle. Yep. When you when you eliminate the toxic people from your life, it, yep. it just makes it, it just makes your life so much better. And a lot of times when you're in it, you don't even realize it. That no. it's just it's eating your soul away. Yep. And then all of a sudden you wonder why everything is changing, why 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 nothing feels good. Why you know, even I'm telling you, man, that that the people in your life and, and the burden that that stress of toxic people puts on you physically will change you. It will oh, yeah. change you physically. Yep. Nothing. I, I, I've experienced physical stress in my life that has literally made my body feel like I had the flu. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just, it's like, but once you get rid of that and start saying, you know what? I don't need this nonsense. I don't need this, these jokers. This is crazy. Everything changes. And then the weights go up. Yep. The bar's still lighter. You know, it's it's amazing how, how that happens. But when, when you when you remove the, the garbage, yep. it, it gets better. It gets better. And and like I think when it comes to adversity, because like I said, we're all gonna face challenges. Every athlete that's worth a darn faces a challenge. And and like I said, nobody likes to talk about injury. You know, you don't want to – a lot of people say, well, I don't even want to say that because I don't want to will it into existence. Well, I, I don't necessarily believe that route. I believe, you know, mentally prepare yourself in the event it happens that you're not caught off guard like I was. Right, right. But, but, but I think acceptance is the first – get over it. Take a day or two, mourn it, be, be sad, do what you got to do, fight through your emotions. But then 
after a couple of days, it's like, okay, let's come up with a plan on how we're going to get out of this. Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the only way to get out of it. You got to accept it, though. You got you can't just pretend that it's it's going to go away or you're going to have to. Oh, I'll just, I'll, you know, I can train through this. No, train smart. You can train through it, but but be smart about how you do it. You might not be able to go back to the way you were doing it three days ago, but. There's a way to fight your way out of it, but you can't do it unless you're absolutely honest with yourself about yep. what's happened to you and how how to move forward. And you know, you know, when we talk about that too, you know, yourself and myself have had some great people that, with the tear and all that. Well, you know, what do you think? What do we want to do? How are we going to strengthen this thing after all the rehab and all that? But I've said this before. And, I, and I'm just talking about myself, and I'll ask you this question. We've talked about training alone, and it happened to me because myself and the two other people, my brother and a guy that was just like my brother, split apart. I was starting to go more at very heavy rack work, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't see any uh, validity in it at all, and I, I look back now and I laugh. Um that was the thing that split us apart, and I went on my own. Um, I would probably wouldn't even be in this chair besides that job that ended with all the consulting with IT work and with IBM. Um, and I wouldn't be able to even sit here probably and talk to you the way I do. And you know why that all happened? Because I had to go off on my own. And I couldn't stay at the gym we were all at. I didn't want to see those guys anymore. Because it would probably broke out into a fist fight next. Um, so I came here at my home, one car garage, started with a platform with a York power rack, lagged right through to the floor with a York Olympic bar and a thousand pounds of York plates. Now, if you've seen my facility now, you'd be like, how do you even get a morsel in there? Well, it was due to having to survive on my own where I had to have paramount safety, come up with ideas, train differently. You know, I never would have went to Iceland if I if they, I was still with them. What I'm saying to everybody is, you know, adversity, that was a lot of adversity. I, mean, I was losing not only a brother for 10 years and a best friend who was like a brother, but I lost everything in regard to I had nobody to train with anymore. I had no facility to train with. I had no heat in that garage. No nothing, okay? Now, was that the best thing that ever happened to me? Yes, it was. And before you shake your head and say, well, you lost all that, do you know what I have gained from that? And we're friends again and all that, and we talk. But do you know what I gained from that split up? I gained... Things that I never would have done. I never would have went to Iceland for the Husafell. I never would have built all these stones and walked miles with them. I never would have been in the sandbags. I never would have been in the dead start shit. All this stuff. Now, that is adversity because basically your whole bottom end just dropped right out from under you. Now, I could have been a candy ass and maybe stayed there. And, you know, I love to hear people say, well, you know, you're at that point, you know, you just lift for health. Go to hell, man. Lift for health. Obviously, I do lift to be healthy. But if I ain't lifting heavy, I don't want to lift, all right? Now, we all have days we got to back off and all that, but that's it. But number two is it allowed me to gain things that I can't even tell you. Um, you know, we're sitting here talking to Amanda Stone right now. 
part of the M&M wheel. All right? All these things transpired because of that split up 15 years ago. Over 15 now. Okay? So, when you think adversity is the end of the world, and it, and I, it looked very harsh to me in the beginning. It was like the first time in my life where I wasn't really sure of myself anymore. Did I do the right thing? They didn't want to be with me anymore doing the stuff I want to do. Nothing wrong with the conventional lifts. They're all very strong and good at them. I didn't want to really do that anymore. I was bored to tears with it. When I got into the rack and started moving shit from a dead start and coming up with it, I was getting into that more and more. Then the sandbags came. Then I was doing a lot of stuff with the thicker bars. Then the stones came in. Next thing I know, we're building Atlas stones. The next... You know, I was telling Amanda we were talking about, you know, we were talking about adversity here, the M&M way. And, you know, without adversity, I know that a lot of people don't want to deal with the word adversity. But I had talked about, you know, the split up with my brother and my best buddy who was like my brother. And what ended up happening was I learned more and became a more prolific or prolific lifter than I ever would have been. I don't believe I ever would have discovered Steve Jack. I don't believe I would have ever discovered Iceland through him. I don't believe I ever would have got on a plane and went and did that because most people never inspired me that way. But that did, and that really, to me, started the Stone Revolution big time to the forefront. But as I was telling Amanda, adversity to me has been nothing but great. And most people would be, are you out of your mind? You know, I, no. I'll tell you why. Because, not, you know, I, I know they use that word, oh, it makes me stronger. And all that. Well, I guess you could use that. But you know what adversity does more than anything? It makes you create. If you're that type of person that is going to go out and prove adversity wrong through perseverance. And here's another thing. I've said this on other shows. And we're going to have a gentleman on next month that's going to really tell you not only about how to speak to yourself, how to build yourself, how to rewire yourself, because we're getting into that more and more in 2020, as I'm telling you right now, we're going to help athletes, regular people, people that just want to learn how to change the scope of their lives, and this is what it is. Do you know that every time you get into an adverse situation, there's people that have, have had, well, we can call it adversity, failure, whatever you want to put on But since we're talking about adversity the M&M way, do you know there are people that I've spoken to, and, I, and when Joseph is on here next month, you're going to find out how people who face this so many times and could figure out solutions to it. Do you know that these people are out making multi-million dollar salaries now because of that? You know what they've done? They've taken a situation that no one wanted to touch, and they figured a way to go through it. Now, you go to corporations. Do you know how bad they're looking for people to coach their high-level executives? Because a lot of these people aren't what you think they are. Some are really good, but they're looking for people that can teach others how to go through adversity, come up with solutions. Now, I've heard people say they've been paid as much as a quarter of a million dollars to come in for a week. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so much money. Well, think about this. You get even, say you got ten of them, you get half of them doing what you're teaching. You're talking multi-million dollars more for that company. So you tell me, adversity you need to shake hands with. Amanda, 
Um, take your time doing everything. Give out all your info. I'll give mine, and we'll get ready for 2020. And once again, we punched out another killer show. So take your time and take it away. Well, I, I appreciate you having me on. And, and just to, you know, just, uh, still on adversity, I, I fully believe that diversity – or not diversity, adversity, it creates discipline yep. in you. It forces you to be disciplined. And, you know, and, and, and some people probably don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell me why because I don't really care. I'm a, I'm a Christian, and I, and I believe the Bible, and I know that when God is disciplining you, there's a reason. Yep. And there's something always comes out of it. And if he's not disciplining you, there's a reason for that too. So it's, um, I don't look at it as, as bad anymore. I look no. at it as I'm, I'm still in the hunt. I, I need to learn something from this. There's, there's, there's something I need to gain out of this. Yep. And that's maybe age, maybe that's uh, taking me a long time to get there, but the whole woe is me victim mentality will never get you anywhere in this endeavor. And it certainly won't make the weights go up. So, you know, like I said, if you can just learn and to embrace adversity and, and make it your friend, accept that it's there and just learn to live with it and move on. It's your, your life will be so much easier. And this, it keeps this fun, you know, like when it's happening, I'm not saying the injury is fun, but it keeps you in the game. And as long as you're in it, it's fun. This is, that's why I do it. That when, when it stops being fun, then I'll stop, but it hasn't in 20 years. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know when it will. <laughs> but, well, you know, you know what I said, like in the beginning, aggressive, you know, strong handed, strong willed, muscular, covered in muscle. This is what it's about. This is what everything's about. This is why you do all these things. Even though you're not expecting adversity, the preparation and the build are already there. The next step to get to your greatness is what can you do to crack it mentally. That's it. And it should scare you. Yes. It should scare you. Like it, I breathe heavy every time I get under a heavy bar. Yep. Or if I'm about to attempt a heavy lift, my heart beats faster, my breathing changes. If it doesn't scare you, it doesn't change you. I don't know who said that, but that's the absolute truth. And it, it should. It shouldn't shouldn't frighten you to the point you can't do it. No. But it should absolutely it should get something boiling in you to make you to, to make you a little anxious. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh but that's again, that's what makes it great. There's few things in this world that give you that feeling. And um, there's there's something to be said. You know, Brian Oldfield was one of the best throwers in history, and he used to talk about having throwgasms yeah. and what the perfect throw was. And um, I think you can, you know, attribute a lot of that to weightlifting. When you hit the perfect lift and the bar is weightless and it just lands and you catch it in the right place and it lands exactly where it's supposed to, and then you stand back up with it, there's nothing that beats that. It's the coolest feeling in the world, and that's what drag, drives you back. It's like golf. When you end on a good shot, you got to end on a good one because that's the one that brings you back. And I love golf, and I don't want to hear anybody say a bad word about it. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. It's it's there's it's euphoric. So well, and you know, with the process, and part of the process is encountering adversity. So you know, you just. You just handle it. and uh, But like I said, it's all about mindset. It's all about who you surround yourself with. It's all about how you're going to accept it and, and build a plan to move past it. But well, um, And I appreciate you having me on, man. I'm looking forward to our next one, although I think it's going to lose me some friends. But yeah, I think no, uh, well, you said. So. <laughs> no, look, look the, you know, when you said that, too, about, 
you know, the feeling, how euphoric it is. You know, it reminds me of one thing, and anybody that's ever, well, everybody's had it that likes somebody. Think about the first guy, the first girl, or somebody that you've been wanting to go out with. You finally connected with that person. There's nothing that feels better than when you're out with somebody that you're very, very interested in because you're going to feel that. It's just like with lifting. You're going to have the butterflies in the belly. Everything's going to be, everything's going to be kind of um, in tune. Like it's going to be amplified. And what feels better than that, whether the lift works, whether the first date works or anything, the point of the matter is, the opportunity to experience these things are what really brings you to being a human being. And a human being dances with many, many different dances, all right? But the thing I can tell you on my end, whether it's a date or whether it's the love of my life, physical culture, no matter what happens, I'm going to see it through to the end. And like Amanda said, you know, let's be around another 100 years huh? and keep doing this and keep talking about it. <laughs> Go ahead. It's your, it's your. Uh, no, no, I, I hear you. And I agree with you on everything you just said. Yep. Um, if, if anybody wants to track me down, you can do it on Facebook. I'm all, like I said, Amanda's, um, it's Amanda Stone, and then it's also Small Town Fitness Weezer. And you can find me on uh, Instagram and uh, same, same thing. So I, um, I appreciate this so much, Eric. And I'm looking forward to our next chat. And I hope you yep. have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, but it's always an honor to have you on, Amanda. I love having you on. You got spirit and fire, and it's the people. It's the people like that, as I said, the wheels, the big spokes, and the M M&M and M wheel. Because I know what we're doing out there, and we are going to change a lot of hearts and minds. As the great Doc Ridge used to say to me all the time, my chiropractor, who I talk about at the end, I'm telling you right now, we've got something very, very special here. And come 2020, we're going to tear a friggin' hole through the earth with where we're going. So um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Here's the best thing of all. If there's a show you'd like Amanda and I to do, Fiorella Barba at nightcap.r.com. Also, too, don't forget to go out to Fiorella Barbell Co., winners and champions. Don't forget to... Invest in us. It's all out there. Even if it's $10, send it to Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com and make sure you put friends and family or it'll take a fee out on you. That goes for anything. Why give PayPal anymore? That's the way I look at it. Also, too, our product out there on Fiorello Barbell called Winners and Champions. I already said that. Also, too, go out to um, Motivation Muscle dot com slash category slash podcast i will have this show up should be no later than monday or tuesday morning because i've got to get that show up i did with john the other day i've been lax on that but it's just been busy as hell here out with christmas but no excuses i might even write the notes tonight and get it up tonight depends i've got a lot of stuff going on after the show um let me think now. Uh, go out to MotivationMuscle.com, sign up for a free newsletter. It goes out to my MailChimp account, and you know how we are with content here. We are big. Also, too, um, 
get into uh, buying some advertising here. Another way to uh, invest in motivation, muscle, and Fiorella Barbell Company. The rates are great. I will work with you wholeheartedly, and we will make some money for one another. Also, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. If someone seeks you in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give three, five words of wisdom. You know why? Because what you say to people does matter. You remember what I said? Words have power. Most people don't realize how powerful their words are, and you can make or break somebody. And you know something? Apologies are great, but you can never take words back. And none of us are perfect. But, boy, you know, think about what you're saying to somebody. Think about what you are doing to them one way or the other, a positive or negative. My mom, when we were kids, she would say, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And we know during Christmas and New Year's, there's a lot of empty people out there. They're alone or they've got a really bad look at life. Well, you know, come on and join us. We'll straighten that all out. Take a risk. Don't be risk adverse. I love to say people say, and you should see the look they give me. They'll say, well, take it easy. I said, no, take a chance. Take a chance on yourself. We talked about the feeling of lifting, the feeling of romance. If there's something you want to do with your lifting, get ready. Get ready. If there's someone you've been wanting to ask out forever and all you do is say, well, I don't know if he or she will go out with me, walk up to him and ask him out. Chances are, chances are they probably don't have anybody. There, I I told the, the thing when I was in college. There was this beautiful girl. Her name was Debbie Wilkins, and I was good friends with Frank Klein. He's the one I mentioned here. He was he was my business professor, and she had graduated. I think she had come back for a little while, but her her father owned big Photoshop, huge. And I can remember Mr. Klein, well, I called him Frank after we got out, saying to me, do you know something, Eric? I'm like, what? He goes, do you know that Debbie, as pretty as she was, nobody would ever ask her out in college? And I'm like, why? And she was like, because the guys were all intimidated because of the way she looked. And you want to know something? She used to come to me and ask me, is there something wrong with me? No. Nobody had the balls to ask her out. What is the worst thing that's going to happen? No. So what? Girls are three to four to one of guys. Stop being afraid, guys and girls. Get off your behind and go and do something, especially now, because this is one happy time of year. Go for it. That's all I'm telling you. Um, Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, if you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust, the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says, in blood red domination, we dominate the path. We clear-cut everything. We follow nobody. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And I, this is, uh, I'm going to say it anyways, and no offense to Amanda, no one will ever clip our balls. Nobody. And that goes for the guys and girls here. I know it's different geometry, but they all get what I'm talking about. No one is ever going to rifle us into the ground. Trust me. Nobody. Um, let me think here. Uh, what's the next one? Russell Fur. He's been listening to Eminem from the beginning. He says, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, high and wide. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Also, too, Frank Klein, I just talked about, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. We talked about repetition. What are you saying to yourself? 
Mm-hmm. That, that, that makes the big difference of everything. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, um, Merry Christmas, Dad. I know you're around, and uh, we miss you. Believe me. Uh, my dad would be be a leader, not a follower, son. And he would say that to me yep. over and over and over again. Um, I got to tell everybody, I said that last weekend. I say it a lot. I miss my father right now like you wouldn't believe. And I don't think it's because of the anniversary either. It's because so many things I'm involved with, you know, he was a good guy to lean on about things. You know, he could be kind of coarse with things. But, boy, I'll tell you, you ask my dad, if you don't want the truth, then you better not ask him because it could be painful because he will tell you that what you need to hear. John Ridge, who was like a father figure to me because he – I went to John – he was the best chiropractor ever. Um, my dad had passed away long before I met John, but John was like a father to me. Um, he'd walk every patient in the door, no matter how busy he was, and he'd open the door and say to him, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. You'll have a grin from ear to ear. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a million, a thousand, two hundred, I don't care how many friends you got, tell them about us. Tell them about motivation muscles. Send the shows out to your friends. Share them. Also, Etched in Stone, Etched in Stone for kids. Those pages are exploding. If you want to go out and look at some great stuff, check those pages out. Don't forget about Fiorella Barbell Co. That's where our blog is. Anybody that can write well and would like to convey their message, Get a hold of me. We would love for you to write for us, especially in 2020. It doesn't have to be anything long, but something that's going to be pointed where people are going to be, hey, you know something, I never thought of that. Or, you know, I was going to do that, but I wasn't sure. So share your talent, and you can come in here and do that and get a name for yourself if you don't have now. If that's what you're interested, be part of FBC and the M&M Big Wheel. Also, too, um, before I sign off with Amanda, you're all, well, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. Remember this, you're all winners, you're all champions, you're all unstoppable, but most of all, you're all geniuses. And I mean that when I say it, and we talked about this. If you're not getting that type of talk around you where people are promoting you, where people want to work with you, where you can work with them, you know, and just to get yourself where you want to be. It doesn't matter what the goal is, but you have to have people that believe in you, but most of all, believe in yourself or you're going nowhere. So think about that big time from this point on and listen to these shows repeatedly. Headphones, earbuds, whatever it is, every time you listen to an M&M show, you're going to get something new out of it, and that's where we are the best. We are the best. So, Remember this, too. The world is asking something from you. It's up to you to give back because it will come back to you tenfold. Amanda, um, Merry Christmas to you and to all. Merry Christmas to you, brother. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. And um, we'll get you on next year, obviously. We know what we're going to talk about on our first show. Um, it's, yep. always, it's always an honor to have you on, and I enjoy the hell out of talking to you because you've got your head straight out there. And like myself, we're not worried about getting it chopped off because we have a mission, and we're going to get it done. So thank you for being on. Hey, thank you. You have a good one. You too. So 
For Amanda Stone, this is Eric Fiorello. We'll have this show up no later than Tuesday. Um, be on the lookout for the John McCain show. We're going to see if we can get Kara Shaw back on here because we had more technical difficulties due to Microsoft. But it's like everything. Adversity creates power. And we are power. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas, and we will talk to you soon. And never take no for an answer. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.